Hey, hey, welcome back to the KJ Bonnie show, the anti-squaffy campaign show. What does your mug say, Bonnie Clap? It says, resist squash simulation, fight the Gord Collective, anti-squaffy. <laughs> it's your favorite mug, isn't it? Yeah, and I use my KJ Tumblr all the time. Anti-squaffy sticker on the Tumblr. I'm drinking black coffee today. Do you see that? Do you see? You really even black. see it. Look. Is it actually it's... black if there's if there's sweetener and flavor in it though? Don't you judge me. It's okay. You're on a journey. I have been journey. trying. And it's fine. Right. I've been trying for how long to be okay with black coffee. This is my second day in a row, and this is my fourth cup. Well, over the course of a few days. My is second there, cup today, and it's there's still stevia in there, isn't there? Yes. Okay. Because I have morals. When you've reached bitter, bitter, non anything but the pure liquid in your cup, let's talk. Not about you. I'll never be that dark in the soul. I will <laughs> never be that dark. Well, welcome back. This is the Joyful Life KJ podcast. Joyful Life KJ? Joyful Life with KJ? Whatever. It's the Joyful Life podcast where we talk about all things nonsense. <laughs> we have no uh, method to our madness. We just get on here and we chit chat like the good friends that we are, right? Even though we're on opposite sides of the coffee spectrum. <sighs> <laughs> So today we're going to talk a little bit about kind of a tough subject. We're going to start out hardcore talking about the hard because let's face it, this is a topic that is haunting a lot of us right now. A lot of people in my circle and a lot of people just in general. So diligence through, what, what was it? I forget. Diligence without results. Yeah. We're going to talk about diligence when we're not seeing the results we want to see. And that doesn't just go for our nutrition, right? I mean, that goes for the, my what I'm dealing with right now is about nutrition, but it could be with parenting. It could be with our walk with the Lord. It could be with our marriage. It could be with, um, you know, a bad neighbor. <laughs> it could really be with just about anything. So, um, Bonnie has a very uh, similar story to mine as far as a stall, similar yeah. and different. We both have been in, um, we both have different journeys, but we've both been in stalls for a long time. So I'll tell you a little bit about my, um, my story with my stall and then maybe Bonnie can share hers. Um, neither one of them have to do with coffee. So my journey with THM started many, many years ago when I lost, I don't know, 40 pounds. And then I jumped ship, drove my wagon into the ditch. And I don't know if it was a ship or a wagon, but either way, it was in the ditch. It was a ship that went into the ditch right where it didn't belong. So, um, and I kind of just, just went the opposite direction, went back to my old, um, food addictive behaviors where um, I just struggled. I struggled for a long time. And then when I finally got back to THM in September of 2020, I did really, really well out of the gate for, for a fair amount of time. The weight 
just kind of poured off me. And I went from 251 down to 181 over the course of what actually 180. Yeah, no, 181. Did I hit 70? Yes, I hit 70 pounds. It's been so long since I've lost. I don't remember. So my weight went down a lot. I lost 70 pounds and felt like a million dollars. Well, then it stopped. It just stopped. I continued my journey. I have not gone off plan. I'm on day 931 as of the recording of this podcast without a single off plan food. I have stayed the course and I am proud of that. And it feels good. And there is major change. There have been major wins. Even over the last year and a half that I have been stalled, my face has changed. I lost another size in my clothes. But I have hit a brick wall. And no matter what I seem to do, I I say that. There will be a caveat to that down the road. But (laughs) I feel like no matter what I do, right, I'm stuck. No matter what I do, I'm stuck. Well, I do know that, number one, I could implement better exercise habits. I know that I have a dairy and egg sensitivity and until this week have fought tooth and nail to give those things up because I, um, uh, I'm i addicted to dairy. Oh, I'll say it, Bonnie. I have a dairy addiction. I have a cheese addiction. Some people struggle with cocaine. Some people with meth. I struggle with cheese. The first step to overcoming is admitting you have a problem. (laughs) Oh, so I know there are some things about my journey I could clean up. I know my portion size could use some cleaning up. I know that there are times when my starch or my fat is more than it needs to be. My veggies may not be what they need to be. So there's some cleanup and tweaking that could be done. Um, But... It wasn't until maybe the last six months that I felt that that cleanup needed to be done. I felt like I was doing good, but then as I hit that brick wall, I get more and more frustrated, aggravated, annoyed, and complacent because you hit the wall and you start to feel like, well, it's not working, so... I'm going to stay on plan, but I'm not going to try as hard as maybe I could because it's not working anyway. So now I've come back from vacation having very much overdone the dairy that I know I'm sensitive to, drank an entire container of half and half, and and am now reaping the rewards of that through fun skin issues and other things. I know that I am uh, in bondage to some things there that I am working through. It's part of my ongoing journey. My journey is nowhere near the finish line. I have a lot of work to do, both spiritually, emotionally, physically. It's an ongoing journey for all of us. But what keeps me continuing on this journey when I don't see the results? What keeps me diligent on this journey. Yes, again, there's some things I can fix. But I am continuing on this journey, whether I'm losing weight or not. I am a trim, healthy mama for life. This is my journey in life. This is, this is the path that I have chosen for very good, valid reasons. Um, And if you're new to trim, healthy mama, there will be times on this podcast, we'll talk more about it. 
um, and feel free to research it, check out more information about it on my website, but it is a clean, healthy, and I truly feel godly way to eat because I'm not, you know, limiting my intake, uh, you know, of certain foods. I'm not ripping wheat off the table just for the sake of ripping wheat off the table. I'm not, you know, I'm eliminating unhealthy things, but I'm not eliminating carbs or fats or I, it's a whole foods, healthy foods diet that has taught me so much spiritually, physically, mentally, it's taught me so much. And so it is the right path for me. And just because I've hit a wall, I'm, I'm very careful not to say it's THM doesn't work because THM absolutely works. If THM didn't work, I wouldn't have lost 70 pounds. Right. But this is a big journey. This is a long journey. So that's where I'm at. I've been here at the stall um, and actually gained a few pounds in the last couple of months, basically because of complacency, basically because of, you know what, if uh, if I'm not going to lose anyway, I might as well eat an extra brick of cheese while I'm at it. Might as well eat the cheddar, right? The whole the whole brick? The whole brick, yeah. That's yeah, probably once. not the greatest idea. <laughs> My coach would tell you not to do that. I'm yeah. just... She, your coach, she's wise. Is she? Because <laughs> I... She really doesn't eat the whole brick of cheese, but sometimes she wants to. Oh, well, yeah, you can want to do things, but not actually do them. Well, That's you the make point, a valid right? point. You make a valid point. So tell me, Bonnie, a little bit about your journey, your THM journey. Oh, my. Let's see. Um, what is this, 2023? I've been at this for a good long while now. So the summer that my daughter was turning 10, we had every little girl's dream party. Her great aunt brought her horse to our backyard in our three quarter acre fenced in backyard where there was only enough room to give little guided pony rides, but she was just in heaven. And I sat there and I watched all those little girls and they were so excited to go around in the yard being led by that on that pony. And she was just loving it. So, you know, good memory for my kiddo, horrible memory for me. I sat there drastically overweight knowing that I would love to get a pony ride, but I wasn't going to hurt that animal by asking to sit on the back of it. And the fact that I knew that I was already way over the adult limit to even ask to sit on top of a horse, that was pretty bad for me. So in that moment, I was like, okay. I've been messing around with this thing my friend Jamie told me about. It's about freaking time to get serious about it. So I did. Chatted with Badger. Sorry, my husband's actual name is Roger. He will be forever Badger to KJ. Chatted <laughs> with him. We changed our grocery shopping method. I used to be an avid, you know, couponer. I love to save the, the money and stuff, but you can't exactly get anywhere health-wise with 37 bottles of mustard and six boxes. <laughs> stovetop like what are you gonna do with that right so we started grocery shopping differently um and i took it serious and i got hardcore about it and lucy's about to turn 15 and i've been doing thm since she turned 10 so it's been a long journey um a lot like you in the first while there things things were cooking it was great i would get on the scale and it would drop a half a pound twice a week 
and sometimes one pound, two pounds in one week. And I was just like, this is amazing. Nothing's ever worked like this before. I've struggled with weight my whole life. And I ended up losing right around 70 pounds. And uh, in 2019, my son got diagnosed with lymphoma. And that's a whole other journey that we'll probably touch on a little bit here and there because it's become completely intertwined in my story and our whole family's story. And it touches everything. And uh, I was, I was going to do this. I was going to be the mom at Vandy who brought the casseroles and the freezer meals so I could sit and, and, you know, microwave things and eat my portions and bring my THM stuff. And before we would go in for chemo week, I would batch cook and I would have all my little stuff ready. And I was doing the THM and I would go down to the, to the cafe every morning and get my approved S meal of their horrible hospital excuse for sausage and scrambled eggs and paired eggs yeah and pair <laughs> coffee and be like it might not be much but this is what i can do and i would just keep trudging through the diligence was there the right choices were there and the cortisol was also there because that fight or flight when your child is going through cancer is just through the roof yeah. and that is just a survival mechanism in all fronts, mentally, spiritually, physically, all of it. And I will not blame cancer to say that, well, it completely shut down everything. And from then I've had issues. It's not that because I know that there are ways that the Lord has used that in all of our lives. And if my health not, you know, if my, if my weight loss stopping in the midst of Joel getting better, was a consequence of Joel getting better. I'll take it again and again and again. I don't care. That's right. fine. Yeah. But things have not been the same since. And I don't know if that's because it's been a process unfreezing my heart, unfreezing my brain, unfreezing my hormones, unfreezing my balances. But he's good. He's healthy. He's here, praise the Lord, for his will, keeping our baby with us. And every day, I still have to make the right choice to put the right things on my plate and in front of me and walk one step forward, even if I'm not seeing any results. So yeah, like you, in the last few months, I've said, okay, it's time to get a hold on some of the areas that I've been kind of lax and kind of slipping on. And I haven't really explored this area of my health because I just kind of put it all on the back burner because everything depended on getting our kid well. And so a lot of the things that I've said, oh, I should probably address that with my body. Oh, I should probably go see a doctor about that little thing there. Or this is kind of concerning, but it's not life and death. Right. See, because once you've been through something like that, you kind of weigh everything against yeah, well, it's not cancer. That's a, that's a phrase in our family now. Somebody drops something and their glass breaks and the milk goes everywhere. Are you it's okay? Did you cancer. cut your foot? No. Well, it's not cancer. We'll just clean it up. Oh, well, uh, I got a fender bender today. Are you okay? Yeah. Well, it's not cancer. Yeah. So it, it's drastically different. But at the same time, I'm not losing weight. Okay. My dress size isn't changing. Okay. On the one hand, well, it's not cancer. But on the other hand, it is my health. Right. And what I have to begin to wrap my mind around in this household is that we don't have to focus on survival anymore. 
we're out of that season. And now that we're out of that season, as a mom, I'm having to give myself permission to go, okay, it's okay to focus on the things that I'm still concerned about. So that's led me to going to see my doctor instead, asking about getting certain prescriptions changed that have led me towards holding weight, um, finding a different combination of the right kind of blood pressure meds, you know, seeing if there's even better dietary changes I can make as far as tweaking things to up certain vitamins and lower certain hormones, just all the little things that got left by the wayside. So kind of like where you're at right now, I'm kind of on that journey, even to the point where I went and got a hernia taken care of and had to deal with healing from that surgery and being patient to sit in the chair like a lump and do nothing. <laughs> Everybody did everything for me. And when you are- That sounds like a dream. When you are a survivor, <laughs> allowing other people to do things for you, forget yeah. that. That's called yeah. vulnerability and things are out of your control. Yeah. Boy, that didn't teach me any lessons from the Lord at all. <laughs> not at all. Personally and in my marriage and in my friendships. No, not at all. Not at all. I will say th things, things are getting there, though, um, as far as physically with the hernia, I was just able to take a 20 minute walk yesterday and not have back pain and not have abdomen pain. And that was different than it's been in over a decade. So that was a huge thing. That is, that's awesome. But I see that 20 minute walk and being able to move like that is the fruit of making sure that I'm being diligent in those moments to do the right thing when I was frustrated and there was no result in sight, it's not a matter of I'm going to eat one healthy meal today and tomorrow I'm getting on the scale and I've lost five pounds. Look at me go. I was diligent in one decision. So one decision has these huge effects. No, but if I'm diligent in one decision and then in the next decision and then in the next one, and I tell my small group, um, as your admin, I tell my small group, my strong Stellas, shout out to my strong Stellas in spring. <laughs> um, little choices add up to big changes for good or for bad. Oh, just one little cheat here is not that big of a deal. Oh, I'll just have three servings of that when I really only need to have one. Oh, well, I'll add, you know, a second piece of cheesy stuff on my plate instead of saying, well, I'll just go have more cucumber with it to finish filling up those little choices add up to changes and they can be positive or they can have not so good results. So the yeah. little choices like choosing to fill your cup with black coffee mm -hmm. instead of half and half and dear God, dunking squash in there. <laughs> just saying it adds up. just comes full circle. It absolutely yeah. does. So that's, yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Well, the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us to not grow weary in doing good, right? For in due season, we will reap if we do not give. You, do you see, do you see the word right there where I already had it open before we even coordinated this podcast? <laughs> I was going to read you that. It's Galatians yeah. 6, 9, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. Amen, sister. Amen, sister. And it's not cancer. That's going to be my new quote for Bonnie. It ain't cancer. It ain't cancer. Amen. It ain't <laughs> cancer. Praise God for his healing and his. Ooh. And if not, it. he is still good. 
That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's continue this conversation next time and maybe we'll dig a little deeper into some of the changes that, um, or, you know, some of the things that led us here. We'll talk a little more later. So yeah. Thanks for joining. Bye. See you next time. Bye.